celebrate the launch of the first book from the Nerd Blade. The camp! Toss the place. We're not leaving until we find it. Sir, we found this. The camping trip and other stories? A collection of six horror short stories featuring monsters that are both human and fantastical? Is this it? We believe so, sir. Wow. I can't believe it. Humanity could have survived the hordes if only everybody had gone to Amazon and bought a copy of The Camping Trip and other stories. Sir, we found the time pad. We can fix this. Round up the squad. Hurry, we have to go back in time and make sure everybody goes to Amazon and buys a copy of The Camping Trip and other stories, the first Nerd Blitz book, so we can avoid this horrible future. Damn it, they're closing in! Looks like just you and me are going back, soldier. Save the future. Order your copy of The Camping Trip and other stories from Amazon. Now. Hey gang, you're listening to the Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz. I'm Doom. And I'm Fitz. And welcome to episode... <laughs> yeah, one of those. <laughs> oh wow, what a lineup. All these fucking cunts trying to turn left up here. Okay. Might be sitting here a hot minute. This isn't the dead zone, is it? No, not yet. Okay. Yeah, we're in that weird nebulous area where we've got shit banked and we don't know when's coming out when and... Or what's right. coming out when? So yeah, we don't know what episode this is. Right. I think I started cutting the Batman episode, the first part last night, and I think I made that the next full episode, which is like, I think 127. Okay. So this is probably 128. Uh, well, yeah. Nah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I started cutting part three of it. Yeah. Well, good. Maybe by the time you're done cutting two and three, I'll be done with one and we can put the fucking thing out. Who's done? I know. I know, I was giving you credit for cutting oh. two-thirds of the motherfucking thing. Oh, I don't need credit. I know what I do. Although somehow my part is like 50 minutes long. How the fuck I did know. you do that? I don't know. I was like, oh, I'll start cutting this. I'll cut it real fast. And I looked and I'm like, holy shit, this thing's like an hour. It's weird. Sometimes your drive home takes like an hour and sometimes 20 minutes and you're like, okay, I'm home. And it's yeah. like, well, huh? It depends on how many stops I have to make. That must have been a night where I was making, yeah. making a bunch of stops. Probably. Probably had to pick up Target or some shit on the way home that night. You picked up an entire Target? What are you, fucking Hercules? Yep. Wow. Don't fuck with me. I'll drop a Target on your head. <laughs> <laughs>
you been up to? Nothing. Okay. So, season two of Picard. Yes. Still not I, I, done with it. I, I was I was trying to get you to do con talk, and you didn't go there, so fuck oh, you. Oh, okay. Well, I'll do it. I thought you wanted to banter first. Well, I guess we did banter, huh? We did. You oh, dropped okay. a target on somebody's head. Oh, yeah. That's banter. <laughs> okay. Well, then we'll do con talk. Well, for fuck's sake. Well, I didn't take your cue. Sorry. I thought I teed you up well, and you're like, nothing. Fuck me. No, I thought Talk I was going to... Talk about Star Trek. No, I thought I'd say... I thought I was going to say, nothing really, and then you would say, didn't you go to a con? Uh, oh, so you're throwing it back on me. Yeah, see how I did that? I gave you a beautiful fucking setup, but it's my fault you missed the boat. Yeah, because I was afraid I was going to go, yeah, I went to a con, and he's like, oh, well, we're just going to get into it then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> This is a dude who's been talking to me for six years, gang. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what I thought. I was like, should I do it? Or is he going to yell at me? I don't know. <laughs> don't put it like that. That makes me sound like an asshole. <laughs> like a battered wife. No shit. I'm sorry. I'll do better. <laughs> don't make me out to be an Amber Heard. <laughs> I'll try to be prettier. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, what was it now? Two weeks, two weeks ago? No, it has to be longer than that. I think it was three, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it had to have been three. What weeks was it? Ago. Star Wars weekend or the weekend after? You mean celebration? No. Oh, May the fourth. Oh, uh, I think it was the it week was after the week free comic. Uh, yes. Yeah. I believe you're correct, sir. Yeah, you're goddamn right. I'm correct, bitch. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, because see how that works? You have a really good weekend, and then you have to pay for it. I was going to say, you're That's, really adding credence to your theory that every time that, something good happens, uh, hey, I went and saw John Williams, guessing horrible. You know? Right. Oh, for yep. fuck's sake. I know, we're in the dead zone dead now. Zone. Yep. And I'm at a red light. Go figure. Well, hopefully you can hear me, but yeah, that's what immediately just came to my mind. You were like, you can cut this, but after that, and it's like, huh, yeah. he's not wrong, is he? Nope, I'm not wrong. Fucking, I'm... I just had the greatest weekend of my life. And it's like, oh yeah? Oh yeah, yep, that's exactly how it works. That's exactly how it works. Pipe and smoke it, yep. jack off. It's exactly how it's worked in my life for the last 15, 20 years. Really? Hmm. Yep, get, uh. Did you have fun? Well, guess what? That fun comes with a price. Yeah, no shit. And he's like, fuck it, I'll just sit home and like That's why I don't yeah, that's, that's why I don't do nothing. That's honestly one of the reasons I never do anything or want to go enjoy myself and have fun, because as soon as I fucking enjoy myself doing anything, something bad happens. That's not mm-hmm. even fucking a joke. I need to go to therapy. Oh for fuck's sake. Is that another dead zone? Yeah, you keep coming in, you I hear like four words and then you're gone. Oh. Well, we should be good now. I think we're through it. We're through we the are. whole we're through the whole area now, so Oh, the whole area. Oh. Yeah, the whole area. But oh. anyway, anyway, it was like 3 weeks ago we had the uh, the first ever the Fan Expo St. Louis was in town, the joint that bought out uh Wizard World. So now all their all the Wizard Cons are all Fan Expo. Which I got to say that really stings me that Wizard is now officially fully dead. Well, they're not really. They still have, I mean, whatever the fuck they're doing now. I don't know. They still have their, like, online vault and, like, 
I don't know. They they're doing some shit, but it's not. Are they? I think so. Yeah, because all they sold was their con properties. They didn't sell any of the other stuff. What the fuck else did they have, man? Well, they had that. Um, I think they still do like virtual, virtual conventions, maybe. Oh, good lord! And like their online merchandise stores, and I don't know what the fuck. Wizards fucking dead. Yeah, it's essentially like. Yeah. I remember a couple years ago, they're like, we're bringing the magazine back. And I was like, holy shit. And then they're like, it's going to launch, you know, in six months. And then four months later, they're like, nah, fuck it. Yeah. Well, last time I saw a physical oh. wizard magazine, they can fucking keep that shit. Yeah. It was fucking terrible. Like, it was like, what is this? The fucking, uh, is this fucking parade magazine out of the post-dispatch on Sunday morning or what? Cause yeah, it was like, starting to get a little weird. It was like, this is a fucking pamphlet, dude. This isn't a... <laughs> This isn't a magazine. They want $10 for this, and it was like fucking 20 pages. I was like, okay. I don't think it was that bad, but it wasn't what it used to be. It didn't have that good quality spine on it anymore. Right. It was basically magaz- a regular magazine, just yeah. like any other. Yeah, it was just stapled. Yeah. Yeah, and it sucked. It did. But um, but I loved that magazine, man. Oh, I did too. I think everybody in that time period loved it. I know. But anyway... Yeah, so the con rolled back through town, and um, it was interesting. It was different. <laughs> I mean, it was different yet the same. I, I thought it was going to be, like, worlds different, because they really went hard with the fucking guests. Oh, yeah. Like, the celebrity guests. I was like, holy shit, man, they're really... But then a lot of them ended up dropping out of the St. Louis one, and then, you know, the same shit that always happens. Like, right. the, good, the, the best people kind of drop out before the show starts. And then it's like, oh, and it was felt kind of disorganized too. It was like their well, their check-in process was way cooler. You don't get like uh, like everybody gets a a laminate, like a badge. Okay. Well, I think everybody does anyway. Everybody I saw had one. I think they only give you wristbands when they run out of the cool badges. Okay. But you have to activate it. It's got fucking uh, RFID. Oh shit! In it, so you have to go online and activate your badge. And they have to scan you in and out of the of the show floor. So they actually have like a little iPad and they're standing by the door and they have to fucking beep your badge all the way through. Whoa. Yeah, I was like, that's fucking cool. But other than that, it was pretty much the same convention. <laughs> it was the same convention, only it it ended up being a little dis... Like, well, I mean, I guess it shouldn't have been. It was about the same as what Wizard World usually was. But, but based on how they were like really trying to pack in the guests, I thought it was going to be... Way better than it ended up being. It was thought it was going to blow your tits off. Oh, it was definitely not worth a three day. I mean, there's definitely not enough to do for three full days, wow. or even two and a half days. The one of the cool things, which turned out to not be as cool as it sounds, is uh, we got with our VIP or not. V, I don't think they call it VIP. It's like premium or something. Primo slice. Yeah, you get in two hours early on Friday. Yeah. So we were like, holy shit, that's awesome. Two hours. And we get there, and motherfuckers are still putting their booth together and shit. <laughs> we're like, what? <laughs> so, like, we're walking around, and there's, like, nobody there. We're like, man, we really got fucked. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was, like, zero. Like, is, like, we usually get in, like, a half hour early. Like, when we would get the, premium, the primo passes. Right. You get in, like, half hour before general admission, and it would be like there'd never be any celebrities still right even a half hour early it was like you're not really getting a whole lot you could sh- you can shop but it was like there was so little shops like we saw everything in an hour 
it was like, okay, I guess we're done. And there was like no celebrities, and no, I mean, nobody's general edition wasn't even coming in for like another hour. <laughs> so it was like, holy fuck, dude! Like, there's nobody here. So we were literally there for like an hour, hour and a half, and then we went and had Mexican. And so went home. You, you were literally there helping set up booths. I mean, no shit. We were there waiting in the like there was a the premium ticket lounge, well, uh-huh. lounge quote unquote. It was uh, some mm-hmm. tables, some tables surrounded by a black curtain. Oh, whoa. And it was already full because there was everybody's waiting to for the show to start. And uh, so they they make you wait either there or over in the food area, like the food court area, which was super tiny, too. So it was like everybody's kind of like packed into this small little area waiting for them to cut the ribbon and let people through into onto the floor. And so we can hear everybody banging around with tape guns and uh, like throwing trash away and shit out on the floor because they're unboxing all their shit still and setting it up. And the fucking people come on the PA and they're like, the show will be open in 10 minutes or something. Everybody needs to have all their trash picked up and their aisles clear and blah, blah, blah. And like they're telling all the fucking vendors and shit to get their shit together because everybody's going to start coming in soon. Like, that's how early... We're going to let the plebes in. Yeah, I was like, that was how early we were there. So, wow. So that was, like, kind of shitty. Did they have any book vendors? No, sir. <gasps> and that's what was weird, too, was, like, they had, like, one comic vendor. Fucking whores. It was like, what the fuck? Where's all the comic books? Yeah. Like, they didn't have hardly shit. They had, like, the, they had the same, the dice people with the, the cool journals and stuff, the leather journals. They had okay. those people. They had the bootleg DVD guy was there, which I ended up buying that Japanese Spider-Man set from. And my fucking dog ate the disc. Ate one of the discs <laughs> out of it. Even your dog knows it's shit. Yeah. Well, it sucks because the fucking thing was 40 bucks yeah, for, for a 12-disc bootleg. And How the fuck you let your dog get a hold of that? And it was on the fucking counter. It wasn't even... It wasn't like... I mean, they the kids took it out of the PlayStation... And just set it on the top of the TV stand instead of putting it back in the box like they should have. And, uh, mm. like, what, how, how would I have thought that he was going to get... Why would he get up there and get a fucking CD that he could barely see off the fucking top of this table? But he did. Somebody pissed him off. I guess. Well, I, I, I had just given him a bath, so... Well, there you go. Well, he rolled in deer poop and it stuck like shit. <laughs> well, shit does tend to stink like shit. Yeah. But, I mean, that's how bootleg this was. The the discs were all handwritten. They were just they, the 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 box had like like nice print like sort of nice printed art. You could tell it was like printed on a printer or whatever. Right. And I open it up. There's like not even labels on the shit. It's fucking written on sharpie. It just says disc one asshole. It says J S M disc one. J S M disc two. Like you could barely even read the guy's handwriting. Like you couldn't even write out Japanese Spider Man. It's just J S M. Like, okay. And the, the fucked up thing was, I've never seen a disc break like this. The dog <laughs> chewed it. It, like, it came into two pieces, like two layers. Like, it split apart, like... Uh, so it went from one disc to two discs? Yes! Like, the Whoa. like the protective plastic on the outside surfaces, I guess, came uh-huh. off. Like, the laminate. It was like, what the fuck? What a fucking shitty disc. Wow. Yeah, it was fucked up. I'm really fucking annoyed by that. But, anyway... That guy was there, and the fucking anime body pillow people were there, like always, with their shitty junk, and a bunch of dirty-ass-looking booths that look like flea market people, and like... That's the thing. When I was at Wizard World, I guess it was 2019? Yeah. 
it looked like a step or two above a flea market. Yeah, it, it really does. Like, uh, Chicago doesn't feel that way. Like, they've got a lot bigger vendors, I think, and, like, real comic book shops. Like, these these people, I think, travel right with the show, like, to, to, to big shows, not just, like, any old well. show. But, yeah. <laughs> but they, uh, uh, but, yeah, their vendors were left something to be desired. Yeah. But plenty of pops. Ugh. Pops up the asshole. And it, well, actually, I take that back. Even those, it was like there was only like three pop shops, and none of the like really huge ones that we used to see. Wow! So it was like, damn. And then Artist Alley was okay. The other thing was that like they need to like redo their floor plan next year or something because they like they really kind of crowded shit in together that really didn't need to be so crowded. I don't think. I mean, it was okay like on Sunday and Friday, but on Saturday it was fucked. You couldn't look at nothing. Well, even the again the year I went, Wizard World, they still had a lot of floor space closed off, and it's like open this shit up so we're not all asshole to elbow in here, fucko. Right. Was uh, Lazana there? I don't think so. I didn't see him. He wasn't listed on the guest list, but okay. Sometimes people just show up. I'm here now. They do. I think they. I think sometimes they just call people the day of if they're if they don't have enough people to fill the fill their tables and stuff. They'll because that's how Dave Dorman showed up at Chicago one year. Okay, yeah. Like, he wasn't advertised. I was just walking around, and it was like the second day, even. It wasn't even on Friday. He wasn't there. We're walking around, and we walked past this table that had been empty the day before. And I'm like, that's fucking Dave Dorman sitting there. You know, what the fuck are you doing here? I, was, I did. I was like, I didn't know you were going to be here. And he's like, yeah, they just called me and wanted to know if I wanted to come out. So I was like, okay. Hmm? I was like, well, fuck me. I didn't know they did that. Why are you here? That's pretty shitty. And then there was, like, yeah. some other dude... Um, like a, a little person dude that was he was in uh i forget the movies he was in you'd know him if you saw him okay and he just showed up one day at like just some random table in at the beginning of artist alley okay and i was like where the fuck did this guy come from he wasn't on the list either he's the dude that looks kind of like Wee man or uh or or, or hornswoggle okay but it's not and i and i can't remember the guy's name but he was in like a horror he was in some horror movie i think Hmm, okay. I'd have to look, right. but, uh, you know, he's just one of those guys. Yeah. You've seen him a million times. Oh, yeah. But it was like, that's fucking weird. But, man, the other thing was uh, Michael Golden came back. It was the first time I've seen him in a few years at one of these conventions. He stopped going to, like, Wizard World and stuff for a while. The artist? Yeah. Okay. And, um, and there was some other people, like Howard Mackey was there, and um, Alex Savia, the guy who did all the web of Spider-Mans and he did all okay, the yeah, Spider-Man yeah, yeah. Uh, strips. Yeah. I haven't seen him since the very first Chicago Wizard World I went to. Wow. Yeah. So I had, um, so I had some books that I wanted to get signed and uh, like a lot of the, the web of Spider-Mans, Howard Mackey wrote those and he penciled them, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'm going to get them. And then Joe Rubenstein was there too. So I was like, oh shit, they're all fucking here. Like I get all these books like triple signed. All the stars of yesteryear. Yeah, well, I don't know who's smoking what or if it's just the way the world is, but these motherfuckers were asking like coin, like mm-hmm. some pretty, pretty serious coin to autograph books. Like uh, I ended up only getting one thing autographed by Michael Golden and it was the um, Micronauts number one. <laughs> so I go up and I'm like, we always have to talk to her, his handler that renee witterstadter she was okay. a she was an anchor but now she runs like a talent like she reps a bunch of a bunch of artists for conventions and stuff 
Okay. So she's like, she's the carnival barker of his table. So you have to go through her to get to him, I guess. And uh, she's the one that's always telling you, the prints are blah, 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 and two for blah, blah, blah. And they're always like doing shit like, here, we're having a raffle. You buy something, you get a ticket for this raffle. And they always got some gimmick or some shit to like, whatever. So I was like, oh, okay. Um, how much to get a book signed? Because he had books there that he was signing too. I was like, I've got a book. How much How much for that? She's like, well, it depends on the book. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. Because it used to be like he'd do like three for like 10 bucks or like three for five bucks or something. Well, this time it was, it depends on the book. And so I showed it to her and she was like, that one's $30. And I was like, whoa, whoa. I almost said, fuck off. But I was like, well, it is one of the only things I was doing here. So I guess I'll pay it. I did wait in a line. No, I didn't. Oh, wait. No, I didn't. Yeah. But I was like, holy shit, $30 to sign a fucking book, to sign one comic book. Holy shit nuggets. Yep. Which I is okay, I guess, but it's just shocking when it used to be, like, free. And welcome welcome to old age. I know. Well, and I don't want to be one of those guys who's like, fuck these guys asking for money. Because I get it. Like, you know, they got to they gotta pay for, you know, to come out there and right. everything. But, I mean, they also do commissions for $300 a piece. And, well, you know. the thing is, when it used to be 3 for 10 and now it's 30 for 1 Right. That was the part that really rubbed me wrong was yeah, it depends that's... on the book. Oh, okay. Right. And Joe Rubenstein kind of did that a couple years ago when I, and I almost didn't go back to him because I was like, eh, he was kind of grouchy and mm-hmm. not very, like, didn't seem like he wanted to be there. And he was another one that was like, like, I'm fine. Five bucks a book. That's fine. Like, whatever. Well, his was like five bucks a book unless you want these particular ones signed, which, of course, I did, which was like the Wolverine miniseries number one. And, gotcha. you know, if you if you want premium books signed, it's more. it was like two or three times as much to have that one. So I'm like, okay, I mean, I guess I get it, but what the fuck, man? Do you think I'm flipping these books or what? I guess they must. Because I'm yeah, sure people that's do. that's exactly what it is. They fucking, they don't want you to be like, yeah, can you sign that to highest bidder? Right, exactly. Exactly. But I'm like, well, fuck, that kind of makes it not very enjoyable for the people who's like, this is a hobby just to collect signatures on their old books and stuff. You know? Right. Yeah, it, it fucks the legit people because there's right. assholes. Right. But, uh, but yeah, the prices were like, crazy. And I thought, like, Howard Mackey and... Alex Saviak, I thought they would be, I don't even know if I'm saying his name right, but I thought, you know, they would be like maybe five bucks, but they were like $10 a book each. I was like, fucking shit, dude. <laughs> like, fuck, man. I got like, I had brought like three or four books of Pete, like that I was going to have them both sign. And it was like, well, fuck, now I can't afford to have all three of you guys <laughs> sign this shit. It's going to cost me fucking $100 to have this book signed by all three people. What do you think? I'm rich. I'm just Fitz guy. Yeah, do you know what it cost me to get into this fucking show? That's the thing that really chaps my ass, is that it's like, it ain't cheap. Yeah, it's not free to get in. So it's like, what, is the convention really just fucking soaking all that up themselves? And it's like, no, you fucking gotta pay extra to for meet the, these losers. For the artists, I think I think 100%. That's ballsed up. Yeah, uh, yeah they get totally fucked. I, I mean, I like I said, I can't really complain too much about them charging for it because i know they don't get they don't get no they don't get reimbursed for anything 
they don't get put up in hotels or anything like the celebrities do. Yeah, that, you know that's what I'm saying. They, they don't they don't get anything unless they're like they. I do see that they have like the people that they advertise as legendary or whatever. There's like a, a like a different section for artists that are big time artists. Like Michael Golden was in that, and right. some other people is like those people. I kind of feel like they must get some kind of incentive for coming out. So so maybe they do get a little something broke off for them but nothing like what i think the the celebrities get with their whatever minimums or whatever right but uh their appearance fees and all that shit but yeah it was i this is what really got me kind of cheesed off was uh that renee gal she she got me she she scammed me pretty good oh she uh so you buy the got a pair you know pay her up front well i started started to take the book out and was gonna hand it to him she's like i'll take care of it here first and i was like well what the fuck man i'm 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 a foot and a half away from you you think he's gonna sign this and i'm not gonna pay what the fuck i was like can i set this down and i'll get my fucking money out of my wallet jesus christ <sighs> but she was like well you buy that and then whatever we give you a certificate of authenticity for five dollars extra and i'm like no everything's a fucking add-on with her right it's like for a quarter more yeah it was crazy and then she was like and we're doing this thing where she had like a long box of white envelopes okay like uh like document sized envelopes okay and uh she's like for twenty dollars you can pull out of this box and have a chance to get some original art or whatever from michael gold then i was like hmm Okay, and I mean, it sounded like a, it sounded like, oh, well, that might be kind of cool. Like, even if it was just like a little doodle or sketch or something, that might be kind of fun, you know? Right. So I was like, okay, so I, so I paid them fifty bucks, okay? <laughs> well, it was thirty for the autograph and then twenty for right. whatever the fuck. So she's like, okay, well, now reach in and grab out a envelope and then hand it to me and I'll open it. I was like, okay, what the fuck is all this theatric shit? No shit. It's like, is there going to be a puff of smoke? So I'm like, well, there, there must be something awesome in all these then if she don't even want me to fucking hold it, you know? And uh, so I picked one. She opened it up and she's like, oh, you got... She took, took it out. It was a fucking copy of Red Sonia versus fucking some fucking bullshit, some dynamite comic. And I'm like, did he even... Was he even involved with this comic? Like, was this even one of his... It, the cover was done by like Arthur Sudam or whoever, uh, the <laughs> zombie guy. Right. I'm like, what the, what the fuck? And she's like, oh, he's over at that table over there. He'll probably sign it for you. I don't know how much he charges. And I'm like, I fuck you give you. a fuck. I don't give a fuck about this. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? So basically, I just gave you $20 to put garbage in my bag. Okay, cool. <gasps> that was cool. I thought, I thought it was like, you know, I, I thought you'd get something cool, even if it wasn't. Something related to the fucking guy you're paying to see. Yeah, something worth $20. What the fuck? It's just a throwaway comic. I was like, are you fucking serious with this fucking carnival prize shit? <laughs> she saw your ass coming. I was like, I got better prizes out of the fucking duck pond <laughs> at my kid's middle school. <laughs> and uh, and she's like, and here's some stickers. And I'm like, oh, goody, some more fucking stickers that I'm not going to do anything with. Great. And then she was like, and you get to pick one of these prints. And I thought they were going to be like the prints he was selling, which I was like, oh, that's cool. She's like, here you go. Here, she held them up. Uh, she held them up back facing me, and I had to pick one out of the two she was holding up. Uh huh. So I picked one, and it was a fucking like. She turned it around, and I was like, "Are you fucking for real?" 
It was it's just like a headshot of like some zombie looking thing that he drew. It was like a print, just like a random print of something he drew. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. I don't like fucking zombies anyway. What the fuck is this shit? You couldn't you could you couldn't fucking break off one of these ten dollar <laughs> prints you're selling? What the fuck? God damn! Is this just like is this your is this literally your garage sale? Is this literally a fire sale for his fucking storage unit of no shit, shit that he wants to get rid of? I'm like, what the fuck? And there, there's layers to this fucking scam, too. I know. I know. And then she's like, well, don't forget to come back at 3 o'clock. We're doing a drawing. Here's your ticket. I'm like, fuck, fuck you. off. I was like, all right, I'm done. I was so, like, I, like, literally, I was so heart hurt. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I just got totally, like, I felt dirty. Like, <laughs> 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 but yeah i mean i felt like they had had their way with me i was like oh my god what what just happened you were three and put fits no kidding dude airtight <laughs> wow yep 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 so and you didn't get a kiss huh no <laughs> no no but um oh uh, God. oh yeah it fucking that sucked that really stung i was like oh oh because now i'm looking at all this other stuff that i'm like i could have bought that but i gave this i gave this fool fifty dollars and look at me calling him the fool <laughs> no shit i gave him fifty dollars for doing nothing and you're like he's an asshole he's a fool what like, a moron and they're like yeah yeah 20 30 40 <laughs> yeah move along nerd <laughs> Get out of here. You disgust me. Yeah. Thanks for coming out. Clean yourself up, bitch. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was like that. Like everything seemed really overpriced and, you know, not just that, but like, like the bootleg DVD guy. I was like, so how much I'm thinking like 20 bucks for this. Like, but see- how much is- and he's like, oh, that's 40. And he told somebody else another one was six, like some other set was like 60. I was like, are you fucking high? That's the thing, though. This that's... is not even legal. No shit. This but is that's... like illegal. This is the definition of, you know, the FBI warning that's on all these discs that you copied? This applies to you. <laughs> yeah, your name here. But see, that's, you say that's a lot. That's about on par. Because how many episodes was that? Uh, I don't know. It's twelve discs. It's a lot. Well, it's a lot. I'm just saying it's bootlegged. It's not even. I, I understand that. But yeah. The '90s Spider-Man show. I was looking at that there. Oh it yeah, was, I know. They're all like that. It was like thirty bucks. Yeah, I know. They're they're all like that, and it's yeah. like the balls on you, dude. Like, mm-hmm. first of all, how does how does this convention allow this guy? That's the thing I don't understand either. Like, how much of a fucking kickback or something are they? Is he given the fucking place to let them? Could the FBI not raid this fucking convention? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, and there's cops in there from oh, time yeah, there to is. time. Yeah, they're all they're always in there. There's always St. Louis. I mean, they don't give a shit about that. I'm talking about people whose job it is to investigate. No, I understand that, but I'm saying it's like they're the law. Yeah, but like, what are they going to be like? Oh well, I have to. They look could at call the-, the fucking FBI and be like, "Yo." Numbnuts over here is taking advantage of people with illegal yeah. DVDs. Right. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just saying. I'm saying too. I'm just saying. I, it's not high on there. I don't their... understand how they get away with it either. Because yeah. it's not, I don't, I mean, I wasn't there this year, but when I went, it wasn't a small booth. No, it's not. It's humongous. I mean, it, for, as far as booths go, it's fucking big and it's packed. 
It's uh, packed yeah. to the fucking gills with these DVDs of all manner. As far as like vendor booths, it's one of the biggest. Yeah, and like even ones that you can get legal cop like authentic like I could get it I get it. If it's something like this that's not you can't right. get it. It's not it's out of print. It's not something that you can get mm-hmm. on DVD. I get it. Okay. That's kind of a it's not even well, it's not a gray area. It's still illegal, but it's a little more acceptable, I guess. Morally. Barely. I mean yeah. I could see paying for a, maybe a bootleg of something that you can't get a, a legit copy of. Like the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. Right. But this guy's selling fucking for real shit that you could mm. buy on Amazon. Mm. Well, fucking Jack of All Trades, the Bruce Campbell show. I was looking at that there. I think that was like 40 or 50 bucks. Yeah. We got it on Amazon for what, 15? Yeah, something like that. So, I mean, he's, like, he's, he's bootlegging shit that's like got legitimate copies out there that you can get from a retailer yeah so it's like the balls on you dude mm-hmm. unbelievable but yeah he he must give them a fucking ass load of money he must because he's in he's in chicago too it's the same guy oh is it he's got the same fucking booth the same exact setup with mm. with the uh with the fucking marvel legends figures hanging on the walls yeah because so, somehow he sells those too somehow yeah the same exact fucking figures every They're time probably i see him. fucking not Marvel Legends. They're probably Marble Legends. <laughs> no, those look real. <laughs> but they also look old as fuck, like they've been carried around with his stand everywhere he goes because he doesn't sell them. Right. Because he only sells bootleg v- videos. Yeah. But anyway, it that was just like, the more I was thinking about it, the more I was like, how is this even allowed? Like, this right. isn't even this isn't even a case of like like the bootleg plushes and stuff that you know are being sold in a lot of those booths and stuff. Like right. the like the Pokemons and shit that you know are fucking not legit. Like they're not. They're right. They're they came from fucking China and they're you know they got the tags and everything, but you know they're not real. They all look a little funky. Yeah, Pokemon is spelled P O K E Y. Right, but this is like legit. Like, hey, check out all these fuck DVDs I have. Uh huh. No, I know. And it's, it's one thing. It's one thing to see it at like the flea market in Union, but to see it in a, a you know. A big, huge convention that's, like, charging hundreds of dollars for people to come into. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, this is... But once again, the Rube super... got taken. Well, yeah, yeah. Every, uh, yeah, <laughs> I did. I mean, I knew what I was doing. It wasn't like I... that. That's different than the Michael Golden one. Because no, I know. This one, I knew exactly what I was doing, and I didn't buy the thing until the very last day. You circled it for a while. Yeah, because I was like, I don't know. But I bought... I mean, I bought it for my kid, but, you know... I was like, well, if nothing else, it'll be fun for us to watch it and make fun of it. Yeah. Who cares if it's bootleg? I don't give a fuck. Right. But, no, that's funny. Yeah. It, like, going back to, like, the disorganized, mm-hmm. uh, Wizard World would, had gotten to the point where they had they had learned enough, I guess, to think it's a good idea to have, like, a schedule of times when people are going to be at their tables <sighs> to, to autograph, you know? Right. And, and they would actually, like, post... The times will be posted on the person's table, so you could be like, "Oh, they'll be here at around two ish." Okay, <laughs> so we can go fuck off and do other stuff and not have to keep coming back here and see when are they here? When are they here? Are they here yet? Are they here yet? So that was kind of nice that that you kind of had a ballpark idea of when somebody was going to be available. Mm-hmm. Well, this place didn't do that. <laughs> All they did the scheduling for was the photo ops at the at the photo tent. Oh no. Those were the only times that those were the only things that they had a schedule for. And so, 
you didn't know from day to day when anybody was going to be at their table, actually. So Jim had a ticket to get an autograph from Kevin Smith, right? Right. So it was on Saturday. And so, of course, there's no times posted. Nobody knows nothing. So I'm like, hmm, well, judging by the photo schedule, it's either going to have to be before 1 o'clock or after 4 o'clock. Because, like, he was doing pictures all fucking day. Like, in the middle. Like, he was doing with Jay Muse, with all the clerks dudes, just by himself. It was crazy. In in costume, not in costume. Like, there was a different price if you wanted it with him and Jay in the Jay Right, there were different prices for Kevin Jay and And Jay Jay and and Silent Silent Bob. Bob. Yeah, yeah. So, it was like, there were so many different photo times for him. So, I'm like, it has to be... Before then or after then. And he's only there Saturday. So it has to be one of those two times. My guess would be, and they were doing a show that night, a Jay and Bob show Mm -hmm. that night at like seven. So I'm like, well, he's not going to do it late. He'll do it early. So I told Molly, we should go early. I bet he's going to be there. I bet he'll do it like between 11 and one. And then he'll do his pictures all day. And then he'll leave in the afternoon and go rest up for the show or whatever. So we get there. We go, first thing we go do is walk over to where his table is to see if they have any times posted. Okay. Well, now somebody's sitting there and now there is times posted. Guess what? His time's not till fucking four o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> we're here like a couple of bunch of dummies at 10 a.m. So we're like, what the fuck are we going to do for six hours? Like I, I told my family, I'm like, well, there's not going to be that much for us to do. We're going to go look around a bit. Gawk at the celebrities. Jim's going to get his autograph, and then we'll be home. I'll probably be home by 2 o'clock. <laughs> and then I had to text him back and tell him, because um, um, uh, I, I rode with them. I oh. didn't even drive my own car, so I was stuck there. I'm like, at this point, I'm considering calling an Uber to take me home at like 1 or 2. <laughs> no shit. I'm not even kidding. I'm like, I can't fucking stay here for 6 hours. There's nothing to do. So we did some other stuff, and then I did all my comic book guys and everything you could possibly think of to do. And then, you did and then, them all? And no. And then and then somehow <laughs> we got separated. So now I'm on my own, and Molly and Jim and her kids are off doing whatever. You're walking around. Are you my sister? I'm like, where the fuck? Because I was, I was with them, and then I was like, hang on a second. I'm going to get this uh, guy's autograph. I think it was. I don't remember who, which one guy it was. But then I turn around, and they're gone. And I'm like, <laughs> what like, the fuck? You. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Now I'm on my own, I guess. <laughs> so then I'm walking around, and I find out they're in line for food. So they, so they were in this big-ass long line for fucking barbecue. And I was like, oh. Thanks okay. for the heads up, fuck. Yeah, I was like, she's like, well, come over and get in line with us. I'm like, I'm not getting in line. I'm not eating anything in this fucking place. Are you kidding me? The so, old lady with the tacos isn't here. Fuck you. Yeah, so then I, I texted her back and said, well, maybe just something to drink. Just give me something to drink while you're in line. Preferably a and bottle. Then, well, she didn't get the text, so I didn't get anything to drink. So I was like, well, fuck. So they all sat down in the food court and were eating, and I was like, I got to find something to drink. So I went and got a beer, and then I felt better after that. But all uh, sitting there drinking and eating like, oh, this is so good. And you're like, fuck you, people. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was weird. It was like. I disown you. It was weird. It was like, this was the first con where we would, like sat around most of the time. Like, wow. they, they sat eating for a while. We walked around just a little bit more. After they were done eating, Jim was like, I'm going to go get in line. Because it was like 3 o'clock, 3.30. Right. Well, turns out they wouldn't let them line up. They wouldn't even let the line form until the time was supposed to start. Oh, good Lord. So he's like just hanging out over by the the line area. He's like adjacent to the line area. 
Just creeping to make sure nobody else is getting a just, head start. Just, hang, just hanging out there. And, of course, there's like a big crowd of people that gather eventually. And then they're like, okay, everybody line up. And then it's a mad dash for who gets there first. Fucking so it was like it didn't fucking matter that he'd been standing there for an hour already. He still got fucked. And then he was in line for like another hour. And we're just like, we're so tired and so sore. And like, what the fuck, man? Sore in many ways. No, I, yeah, I mean, my knees were killing me, dude. I know that sounds bad. But from walking <laughs> on the concrete and stuff, my feet hurt, my fucking knees, and my hips hurt. I was like, what the, my back was all fucked up. I'm like, we got to go, man. This is fucking ridiculous. And like, the line was so slow. And we kept circling around to see where he was. And he like, didn't look like he was moving at all. I was like, cocksucker. I don't even like comics anymore. And then finally, finally, there's nobody at Dante and Randall's tables. So finally he got done. He was like, I'm going to go over here and get these guys too. <laughs> so so we went over and we talked to those two for a minute. Did you and give then, anybody cards? Uh, No, I didn't. Fuck her. I know, I know. I did plant two books, though, and several cards all over the place. Yeah. So if anybody was at uh, Fan Expo and found copies of the camping trip, there were two of them to be found. And they were gone, so somebody got them. I don't know if they got thrown away or... I was going to say, they're rotten in the fucking landfill now. Yeah, they're in the dumpster behind the fucking dome. Because I still haven't... We haven't gotten a tweet from somebody or anything being like, Yo, I got your book. Anyway, that's all. Then I took my kids by myself. Anyway, that's all. I'm done. Goodbye. Me and the the two kids went Sunday by ourselves, walked around. They had a good time. Bought a whole bunch of shit. Bought tons of pops and that DVD set. Which, I mean, we didn't even touch on that. They finally broke you down. You got pops. I did. I finally got a... uh, It was calling to me, and I I looked at it every time I walked by this particular pop stand all weekend, and I'm like... It's fucking still there. It's still there, and it looks so cool. So eventually I did buy it. I bought bought a Snake Eyes. It just looks good as a pop. It's one of the few ones that actually looks good. Like, occasionally I'll see one that's like, that actually looks really cool. Right. Like, that fits... Like, the design of the character works in a pop shape, you know? And, uh... I keep hitting the button on my console here and it turns the radio on. Uh, I would love it if you hit the button one time and it was just like, I have hemorrhoids. Yeah. Do you have anyway. a rectile dysfunction? <laughs> Not anymore. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I got my first Funko Pop. And like the, the week in the week after that, I took the kid pop hunting because he wanted to go out looking for Funko Pops at stores and stuff. I was like, well, this might be fun, something fun for us to do. I ended up buying another one. Ugh. I bought I bought I bought the mate to uh this snake eyes. I bought the uh storm shadow that I should have got at the con. Uh-huh. So now I have bookends. It's not really a fucking hunt because everywhere you go they've got them. Yeah, but do they have the ones you want? Fair enough. That's but... that's the trick. The have you been is... buying pops for the kids then or no? Um yeah, the the kids have pops, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this was just I'm not gonna buy them for myself. Oh, now I am. Right, exactly. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, I wasn't like I wasn't like fuck pops, like totally like boycotting them or something. It was gotcha. just like they're not for me. But gotcha. but my kids like them, so they've they've gotten them for a long time. Okay. But this is the first time where I was like, you know what? I've come so close different times over the years at the conventions. Like I saw, I saw a Tron one one time that I was like, oh, I'm gonna get that, but then I didn't. Then I saw a Voltron one, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna get that, and I didn't. So I've come really close to getting one before but this one was like it looked too perfect like there was Aww. yeah yeah i feel you 
So, but I mean, that's basically it. I, that's that's all the stories I can think of, really. Wow. So overall, was it fun? Yeah, it was fun. Good it time? just wasn't. It was fun, but it was also a really bad weekend for me. Yeah. Because shit at home was not going good. Like that whole weekend was kind of fucked up, and I was not in a good place anyway. Right. So it, it was kind of took a lot off of it anyway and then all the little annoyances and stuff were amplified by that so of course it kind of yeah it was fun but it was i don't know it was just kind of meh i know and you how i do i'm sure you were like i shouldn't even be here yeah i yeah. did that was that was most of my saturday especially when i got separated and i was off by myself i was like why am i oh, even yeah. here yeah why am i even here there's nothing for me to see no i'm not here to see anybody I got taken to the cleaners by Michael Golden, and, uh, <laughs> oh, God. you know, so I yeah. was feeling really shitty and stupid about wasting that much money for that, and I was like, this is just kind of, this is just kind of horse shit. Anyway, that was my con experience this year. It and okay. I've done absolutely nothing. Yeah. Nothing fun. Well, I mean, that's the only thing I've done. Yeah. So, yeah, but... so now, so now I got to wait for uh, Chicago in July. That is oh my be, balls! That is going to be a fucking swamp ass disaster. <laughs> yeah. We usually go in like the middle of August and it's hot enough, but in the middle of July it's going to be fucked. I'm sweating just thinking about it. I can smell the ass. <laughs> oh, that was the other thing about the convention was masks optional. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it might as well have been don't fucking bother because nobody else is going to. So you were the only one, huh? One of the. I mean, I could probably count on. Two hands, how many people I saw wearing masks, not in our group. Yeah. It was like, oh, you fucking see. I mean, these people were, like, close together, dude. Like, oh, on yeah. Saturday, holy shit, there was no fucking possible way to do no social distancing. Well, there was an outbreak at Celebration. Oh, was there? Well, yep. they said the wave is coming. Oh, yeah. So, hopefully this shit gets under control again before uh, July. Yeah. Yep. But then again, it's like, all right. I've almost had enough. It's like, okay, kill me then. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. I uh, I have no idea what that's like. I mean, I'm like, like how? What am I supposed to do this the rest of my life? I can't fucking live like this the rest of my life. Um. I mean, all I can do is what I can do, and if it if it comes for me, then well. Yeah. No, I feel you. Yeah, it's the thing that bugs me the most about it though is everybody's like we're back to normal and it's like the fuck we are yeah why don't you ask the cdc that are we back to normal <laughs> no their answer is no <laughs> like <laughs> no you dumb bastard but yeah we're gonna take us a little break right yep and i mean you guys it's a little break for us it's so oh, 72 hours yeah <laughs> give or take yep but yeah we're gonna take a little break and when we come back hey maybe we'll talk about fucking star trek picard maybe maybe i'll be done with it by then oh um uh, maybe we can talk a little bit about celebration also yeah sounds good to me so we'll talk about that after this commercial break <laughs> this is the nerd blitz a podcast and content producing powerhouse that needs your help. For less than 17 cents a day, you can join their Patreon at patreon.com slash nerdblitzpod 
and make a difference in their pitiful lives. You will get instant access to exclusive audio and written content such as commentaries, reviews, Comic-Con, Versations, Skits, Just Jump to the End, B-Roll, Doom Does, Swear Reels, The Nerd Blitz Question of the Week Podcast, Original Stories, as well as occasional physical rewards. Just $5 a month gets you all of this and so much more. Won't you join at patreon.com slash nerdblitzpod and get instant access to over a hundred hours of audio you can't find anywhere else on the internet? Please, join now and help these pitiful, pitiful creators. And welcome back. I'm getting used to that and welcome back thing. Yeah. It's not a bad idea, you know. It's not really, no. What? So what is this the uh, what is this the welcome back to? I don't remember what the first part was. Uh, oh, your con talk. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because at the end of that, we're like, hey, we'll That's talk right. about Picard, I guess. That's right, okay. Gotcha. That's it right. It took me a minute. I was like, I don't know. I'm on the spot here. I know. I was like, wait, I thought we talked about... I thought we talked finished up uh, Batman last time, or no, with uh, Obi Wan. I thought I thought we finished up Obi Wan. I'm like, we're not continuing that yet. It's not over yet. <laughs> no, you know what's awesome about it though is like if we don't tease what's coming in the second half in the first part, it can be literally whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, our whims change day to day. <laughs> Boy, do they! Boy, fucking do they! I said whims, not moods. Oh, those aren't interchangeable. <laughs> well, I guess they could be. <laughs> Sometimes our moods change minute to minute. That's true. One minute you're like, hey, everything's awesome. Next minute you're like, I wonder if I could blow up the entire world with a thought. <laughs> hmm. Then you think real hard and you blow a blood vessel you in pass your eye. Out. And yeah. You think real hard and then you pass out. And when you wake up, it's okay again. Well, that brings a whole different set of emotions. Like, fuck, I woke up. <laughs> this again? <laughs> No! <laughs> anyway. Anyway, we finally finished Picard. Banter over. Yeah. Picard time. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed that lately in all the shit I've been cutting. We're like, banter, banter, fuck that. Anyway, here's what we're here to talk about. <laughs> and I mean, we've always kind of done that. But we were a little more subtle, but now it really is like, fuck that! Well, what's the point of being subtle? Fuck subtlety. Picard. Yeah, we finally finished it after, fuck, how long has that show been over? Uh, at least three weeks. Shit. I haven't finished it. Feels like months ago. Well, I mean, it damn near was. I mean, yeah. I mean, it feels <laughs> like we haven't watched a Picard in like... Well, you hadn't. I mean, we were stuck on like episode five i think when we got back to it so yeah you were about almost three months behind yeah it was been a while so yeah so we finally got got back to it and 
powered through it. Not powered through like a bad thing, but I powered was going to say like, that sounds like we powered no, through that shit. No, no, not like that, but powered through other uh, peripheral bad shit, background shit. Yeah, yeah. Lots of interruptions and all that kind of shit. So hey, when you get a boner, you get a boner. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you it strike when the I mean, iron is hard. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <Shit>. <laughs> anyway, Picard. <laughs> um, I think we start. Did we start talking about the first part of the show, like the first few episodes? Didn't I? Didn't we? Because we talked about Q, and we talked. I'm uh, not Q, like John Delancey Q. We didn't talk about it on the pod, I don't think. Oh, we didn't? I thought we did. I don't think. I thought we got into the the Brian <sighs> Quinn uh, cameo and stuff, and then how that happened, because it was the 12 Monkeys guy that directed the thing, and I don't know. I don't think we... I know we talked about it privately, but I don't know if we talked about it on mic. Oh, I thought we did. It seems like... I feel like I was sitting in the park. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I'm old. I can't remember shit. Fuck it. What's Picard? Either way, spoilers. We're going to talk about season two of Picard. Now that I finished it, uh, I liked it better than season one, I think. Okay. Uh, pretty sure. The first half or three-fourths of the season mm-hmm. was way better than the first season of Picard, I thought. I thought it, I thought the, the mood and the, the, or the tone and the, you know, the, the we're on an adventure type shit, that was, yeah. that was really good. I liked that. Then it got a little darker and more serious. And a little more melodramatic. I won't. I won't say like over the top or too much. But they pull the fucking taffy on that on the mother reveal. Man, it takes a long time to fucking get to that. Yeah. And it's like just fucking get on with it. I know what happened. I yeah. fucking see it coming. There was a nice twist. Did you see the part with her with his dad? <clears throat> Did you see the part where they were at the gala? Yeah. And then he gets shot. Yeah. You saw the part where he was, like, in a fever dream? Yeah, I, yeah. Okay, yeah. so then the guy he was talking to that was the therapist? Okay. You don't remember that? Maybe you didn't see that one. It, it's it been a while, dude. Oh, okay. It's been a while for me, too. I I watched the first eight episodes, and then I just kind of forgot about oh, it. Oh, okay. Well, he, he talks to uh, this guy who's, po- who's supposed to be a Starfleet uh, therapist while, okay. he's, while he's in a coma or whatever. Right. And it turns out that it's his dad. The, the person I, he's talking to is his dad. I kind of remember that, yeah. But it, but it's like a hallucination of his dad as a Starfleet officer. Okay. And uh, so anyway, that whole thing was, it was kind of interesting, but at the same time it was like, what the fuck is the point of this? This whole episode is him talking to an imaginary person. Like, get on with it. But yeah, then they then they finally go back, because I guess he unlocks some memories when they're doing that, and then he's like, oh yeah, that he goes back and in his mind and can see that his dad wasn't like, cause the whole time you're thinking the dad killed his mom or beat it, beat his mom. That's what I thought. I thought it right. was, 
I thought it was mirroring uh, Patrick Stewart's actual life, where his dad was like super abusive and shit. And I think he's come out too and said like this was really fucking cathartic too. Yeah, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was because so. the whole thing is like he blames himself for not being able to save his mom from right. What you thought, what I thought in the beginning was his dad, but it turns out it was just her mental problem. She had like yeah depression and mental issues or whatever. So that she was had kind of future a, sp- space craziness, right? <laughs> it looked awful familiar though for space crazy. And you don't know space. S- space crazy, Earth crazy. It's kind of the same. You don't know space. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then it's revealed that like his dad's really not like a super asshole piece of shit. Yeah. Piece of shit. And it was like, well, that's a, kind of a weird turn after they kind of make it seem that way and. Or maybe I just misinterpreted it. I, I kind of swore it seemed like Picard thought his dad was a monster. It, Yeah, from what I recall, yeah, he was like, my father's a bastard. I don't know. I can't do a uh, Patrick Stewart. Yeah. I always go to Connery for some reason. <laughs> um, it's weird. But so they kind of, re- you know, they kind of reveal that, no, he was actually trying to help his mother mm-hmm. and like keep her, because I guess he would lock her in rooms and shit. And I guess right. maybe that's why he thought he was abusive and, but... It's really because she was, like, crazy, and he was afraid he, she would hurt herself or hurt him or, you know, so when she'd have, like, an episode, he'd, like, throw her in this room and lock it so until she, like, calmed herself down. Right. Yeah. So That's how I took it, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that's how, yeah, that's how the reveal was, but then, but, but leading up to that, it seemed like he thought his dad was mistreating his mom and right. all that kind of that's shit. that's what I meant, yeah. As it felt like they were being like, it wasn't his dad a real piece of shit? Where was I going with this? I don't remember. I don't know. Uh, well, anyway, yeah. Well, oh. my point, my point was, it was like, just get on with it. They okay? pulled the taffy. That's yeah, 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 saying. yeah. And it was like, they'd go into his mind, and he'd have like a flashback of something, and it would get to right, to right to the reveal spot, and they'd be like, "Fuck that, we got to go do something else." And yeah, come, they were edging up. us with the reveal. Yeah, yeah. It was like, what the fuck? Just do it already. I thought Q was really good. Like, the actual Q, not Brian Quinn, but the actual <laughs> Q. Fuck um, BQ. No, he was only in it for, like, two seconds. That was another thing. It was like, that's fucking weird. Like, he just shows up and is, like, suppo- I get, like Guinan's boyfriend or something? I don't understand what the relationship was there, because then he disappears and you never see him again the rest of the he series. He disappears and she's like, I'm fucking out of here. Y'all suck. Right. I'm leaving the planet. Bye. But it was like, he's got your dog. Doesn't he have your dog? Like, no shit. Like, where the fuck do you take your dog? We don't see him the rest of the time. Get the puppy. Right. And uh, so that was kind of a weird, like, there's a, there were several of those things where it was like, like weird little one-off things that were like, that was weird, and it never came back and, and was anything. Why you do that? Yeah. Picard season two. Why you do that? <laughs> um, but I liked, I kind of liked Gerardi's arc. Tits, we know. Well, yeah, that too, when she's in that. that's They were fucking ridiculous, okay? <laughs> I mean, in a good way. I'm just saying, like, goddamn. They were offensively hot. And it was like fucking four or five episodes. I was like, what the fuck? How long are they going to keep her in this red dress? Well, once she goes fucking full board, why she need to change clothes? Uh-huh. That was kind of interesting. I didn't think they were going to go that way where she went full board. Yeah. You know, I, I it was interesting when <clears throat> it was interesting when when they like merged minds or whatever or she got into her mind. Right. 
but yeah, I didn't think for a second that that she would end up becoming full Borg. And then the whole, I mean, you know that like she does it willingly, right? In the end, like they become like a new type of Borg queen. Like she right. willing, she willingly is like, hey, maybe we can do this different. Right. Instead of fucking taking people over, let's take in willing people. Right. Let's take people who are injured and dying and give them a second chance. Yeah. To live and not just destroy and take over everybody who don't want to be Borgified. I read that on the Wikipedia. Did you? Yeah. So that was kind of that was kind of odd. Like that was kind of a weird. I thought anyway, it was kind of a weird jump for for Gerardi to be like, well, fuck that. I don't want to be human anymore. I guess I'll just be a Borg and we'll just do Borg shit. Well, I haven't seen it, but I took it as her being like, look, this bitch is gonna go fucking psycho. So, well. That's true. Maybe I can influence her to not be a piece of shit and be like, look, boredness ain't bad. It's just how you go about it. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. But it seemed like she... Which is really weird considering they've been the big bad for like a good chunk of TNG, Voyager, and a whole movie. And that's what kind of broke my brain. Okay? So they're in the past and she becomes the the new Borg queen or whatever. and. The price for saving, uh, who the fuck did she save? I forget who she saved. Uh, Seven, wasn't it? Seven, right. She saved seven. I read that on the Wikipedia. (laughs) She saved seven, but the price for that was uh, the ship. So they had to give her the ship in exchange for for her, like, Borgifying seven again so she she wouldn't die from the fucking gunshot or whatever the fuck it was. So she takes the ship and she fucks off. So now she's got quadrant. Yeah, so they they've got 400 years to start assimilating people because they're 400 years in the past, I guess. Right. So then they show up and it circles all the way back around to the very first episode, which I fucking completely forgot to be honest. I forgot how they even got into this situation. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the Borg appeared in the in the current time and wanted to uh, negotiate with Picard or wanted Picard to come talk to them, and the the queen had a mask on, right? So you couldn't see her face. And then I was mm-hmm. like, oh, it makes sense now. This is the mask going to come off and it's going to be Gerardi Borg Queen under there. Right. And it was. And then the reason why it was because there was some kind of galactic wide black hole eruption event thing that was going to destroy this whole part of space. And they knew about it, but they needed the, the fleets. They needed Starfleet, all of their ships, fucking shields to like harmonize and like block this thing from exploding so it doesn't destroy the whole quadrant or whatever okay so that again that was in the very last episode like the last half of the last episode so it was like well that's like a lot to put into like the very end of the show you know i mean it felt really rushed and kind of like right well that's fucked up that was like a really fucked up long way around it and wasn't it the board queen was gonna give something up and it was gonna be like provisional for them being accepted well they were gonna they they were going to um, the UFP. Yeah, they wanted to they wanted to have provisional membership in the Federation, and they would stay by this because the thing explodes right or or does whatever it does, and it opens some kind of portal or some kind of transwarp tunnel. Uh huh. And they're like, we don't know where it goes, but it's some kind of threat. So we'll stay here at the gates and guard it for you if you give us provisional membership in the Federation. So, yeah, the UFP. Yeah, so I don't know what the fuck this tunnel goes to, where it goes, who's behind it, who created it, no clue. Very Star Trek Discovery, okay? Well, but, I mean, 
that's just laying seeds for the future. You can't be pissy about that. Well, I'm not pissy about it necessarily. I'm just saying that's like that's you like you sure sound weird... pissy about it. But yeah, because I've been burned by Star Trek Discovery. That's why. Because, I understand because this, but this feels is like a some... slightly different team. Yeah, no, I know, but I'm saying this feels like something Discovery's already done like three times. Right, but right. You can't blame Picard for what Discovery did. Do they not have a story group? Could they not have come up with a different idea? No, I'm just fucking around. I don't care. <laughs> wow. But, uh, <laughs> but no. Um, uh, I mean, fucking the Lucasfilm story group was told the same fucking three stories a bunch of times. So, yeah. What good true. does it do? That's true. Good point. Phantom limb. Yeah. Good point. Never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't give a fuck. It just was. It just felt weird. It felt like an abrupt I end. I feel you. You know what I mean? Like I feel it was you. like whoa, yeah. well, and and it kind of made me question like what the whole point of Q was at, at all like not Brian Quinn but John Delancey <laughs> who was awesome by the I way I love that you keep making the distinction well I just realized that if I say Q like in my head like I'm thinking Brian Quinn because he's also in the show so right. I want to make sure everybody knows that it's the QQ not the BQ <laughs> um, the QQ not the BQ yeah any Q's yeah but um, because I thought that was kind of strange, but kind of good too. That that his whole arc was that he was dying. He thought he was immortal, but he's dying. And and the the whole interaction. I won't spoil it all because the performances were really good. Like the yeah. the final interactions between him and Picard, and uh, and everything was like really kind of like really nice. It was really like oh. Look at that. They wrapped it all up nice 30 years in a bow. And it, you know, it kind of makes sense, but it kind of doesn't in a way, too. It's kind of like, well, so you had to go back in the past to create the Borg Queen that would save the Quadrant or whatever in the future. But it's Q that sent you to the past for his own fucking reasons. And then, but it was like, it, it was really, it got really confusing. It got really like muddied as to what the whole purpose and of the season was. Right. Like, is, is it a journey of discovery for Picard or is it because they have to go back and save, you know what I mean? It was like, there was two competing, uh, or not competing, but like there were two motivations for what happened, I guess. Yeah. So it was just, it felt a little awkward. Kind of, and then I guess. fucking uh, oh, what's his oh yeah, name? and then, then Brent Spiner is uh, uh yeah, the Doctor Soon. His forty seventh Star Trek character is creating Khan or whatever. Right, yeah, yeah, that was kind of that was kind of cool. That was kind of cool that he had, but the, even that was kind of like a like a like a huh, like where'd that come from? You know what um, I mean? It was like it, all his work gets destroyed, and then he goes to a filing cabinet or his desk drawer and opens up this classified file that says Project Khan. So it was yeah. like his whole life's work just got obliterated. But he's got this secret folder with the was, plans. Was for he uh, what, was he related to one of the fuckers to the dude who yeah. created Data? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the whole that's the whole point is that the guy from the first season was yeah. a, was a Soong. And the guy that created Data was a Soon, so right. they, they're no, all no, Bre- they're that. all Brent Spiner, and they all look like Data because well, I mean, minor 
minor spoilers for like a really pimp arc of Enterprise. Yeah. I think that ties into an arc of Enterprise. Well, I think, yeah, I think you're right, because I think I read somewhere that they explain, there's an arc of Enterprise that explains, like, the eugenics war. Uh-huh. And and Khan and all that stuff. Yeah. Um. So that's, okay, that's With cool. With Brent Spiner. No shit, he's in it, too? If if I'm remem- remembering Well, right. that would make sense. That would make sense if, you know, that would make sense. But um, it's it, that's one of the things that I didn't want to fucking spoil for you. Was the con thing? Well, the Brent Spinerness of it. Yeah. In, oh, Enterprise. in Enterprise. Yeah. But that's one of the reasons why I keep pushing you. It's like watch Enterprise, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know. There's there's a few things like that in Enterprise. I know that are like. And it's handled so well, though. Yeah. Hmm. It doesn't feel like oh okay. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Right. Well, I mean, this, I think some of the Picardness where it's like it's Brent Spiner as another Soong feels a little convenient. Yeah, it does feel a little convenient, but like especially season one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the one in season two didn't too much to me, and I think it's because it's like the Enterprise one where it's like, well, the well, it's the it's time, an older one. Yeah, the time is different, so it's like it doesn't seem. Yeah, it's not a yet another fucking unknown song right now. Right. Right. This is somebody that you know already existed because he created Khan, and that's why Khan's name is Khan Noonien Singh. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, no, never mind. I, that's not Sung, it's Sing. Song right, Sang. Sung Sing. Yeah. No, but I thought I was. For some reason, I was thinking that it was. But it's not Sung, it's Sing. Right. Uh. I thought he like had his surname or something, but it's not. I mean, we may find out that it was lost through the generations and shit. And, and maybe it was. Because I could be wrong, but I think there's a relative of Khan on Enterprise in Strange New there Worlds. There is. There is. I, that's been spoiled already for me, too. Well, I mean, that was something that they fucking let people know like weeks before it Yeah, I don't think I knew that. like... Until I showing posters and shit. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember if I knew that or not. I might have known that. I and they also gave uh, Spock a first name. No. Yeah. I don't want to know it. I. I mean, I don't. I can't remember it, so I can't be like it's Jeff Spock. Jeff Spock. <laughs> but it's something, and then they pulled the poster and like, oh, that's not that's not real. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but you tweeted it. Right. Hmm. But yeah, interesting. I didn't know Vulcans had first names. I didn't either. Hmm. Okay. Well, anyway, it's a little uh, dumb, but whatever. Yeah. Back to uh, Picard. Reality. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and so he's his whole yeah. So there's the third leg of this tripod of fucking plot, which is that Soong is trying to save his genetically cloned up daughter. Or genetically created daughter that has like some defects that she burns up in the sun or whatever. Yeah, and uh, that was kind of cool and handled pretty well. Uh, the only problem I had was at the end she like escapes, she escapes him or whatever. Q gives her the the real cure, right? At the very end, and she she leaves him, and then she's the one who destroys all of his shit. Um, right, 
And then immediately after that is when fucking Will Wheaton shows up. Will Wheaton? And I had heard rumblings of Will Wheaton in this show, but I tried to be unspoiled. So I didn't know exactly what the hell was happening. And when he Mm -hmm. showed up, I was like, well, that's that's weird. And uh, I was like, he's not Wesley Crusher, though, right? And then he's like, no, I once upon a time I was known as Wesley Crusher. And I was like, oh, this just got really fucking weird. So he's like a traveler. Yeah. And he's the one, he's one of the ones that dispatches those watchers, like Talen, that the Romulan chick that was watching over Picard's relative. Oh, oh, that's who that was. Okay. Yeah. See, when I was reading the Wikipedia, I told you I forgot who a couple of the characters were. I'm like, who the fuck is this? Right. She was the watcher that was looking out for Renee Picard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was another thing that was, it was, it would have been better had other things not done the exact same thing. So, like, basically, he's a watcher that keeps the timelines. He's the TVA. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the TVA, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. What yeah. other half dozen multiverse fucking watchers right. have been introduced in other franchises in the last year? I was going to say, isn't it crazy how much multiverse shit's been going on lately? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so. you don't hear anybody going, I don't understand. What's a multiverse? No, everybody gets it. I know, but that's the thing. It's like they didn't for so many years because people were like, I don't get it. What's it mean? But now they're just like, everybody gets it. Fucking move on. And nobody's like, I don't get it. Well, that's because everybody's been nerdified now. I know. Everybody's been assimilated into the nerd collective. Fucking A. So, but anyway, they... uh, Wesley crushing that ass came in and TVA'd. Right. He's the TVA or whatever, and he offers her a job or whatever. So she goes to be a traveler like Mm. him. Okay. So, but then I'm like, this is the part that made me feel so dumb, was that I was like, man, this is some fucking bullshit, dude. This is some weird-ass bullshit that they just made up for this fucking show to be convenient. Oh. And then I went and read the wiki for it, and I was like, oh, fuck. He left Next Generation to be a traveler. What the fuck? I don't remember that. That's what his visit, I think, in Season 7 was about. Yeah. Yeah, I remember... When he came back and he was all bitchy with everybody? Yeah, I I remembered the part where uh, he was at the academy and had some kind of fucking accident that he caused, some kind of flying accident, didn't he? Okay. Like they were... Because um, he does eventually go off to Starfleet Academy. Right. And that's when he like sort of left the show. Like, you right, know, right. Yeah, he was most of the time away from the show. But then he was in an episode where they went to see his graduate. I don't know if it was graduation or if it was some other... Th- but anyway, they were like... Doing some kind of flying stunt perform not stunt, but like a formation flying or some shit. I don't know what the... I don't remember exactly. But he ended up causing some kind of an accident. Was that the episode with the dude who went on to play Tom Paris? Maybe. On Voyager, and that was the one we've talked about before where they changed his name? Yep, I think so. Basically the same character background, but they changed his name to avoid the character payment? Yep, yep. Okay, yeah. That's it, that's it. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I remember his last episode being. I don't remember the Traveler guy from fir- from season one coming back. You know, the guy that was in, like, right, right, episode right, right. six or some shit. I've seen that one, yeah. It's the creepy dude who was always watching over Wesley and shit in that episode. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, they, they got to be friends in that episode or whatever. Right, and yeah. then And then he left, and then apparently he comes back in season seven. Which is fucked up because... I just listened to the season seven episode of TNC. Yeah, I remember way back in season one. I think Matt said, "Oh, that they never do anything with that again." Yeah, well, they did. Apparently, the guy came yeah. back. 
I don't know. If, yeah. yeah, I don't know if he looked exactly the same or not. I, they can, that I don't know. Because they can make themselves look like whatever, apparently. Uh-huh. But it was supposed to be the same Watcher character. or right. wa- uh Not Watcher, but uh, Traveler. Traveler. And uh, he recruited Wesley to be a traveler. So that's mm-hmm. that was his last episode on Next Generation. So I was like, what the fuck? I don't remember that. So then I yeah. felt like a total dipshit because I was like getting all pissy about this. You're making but, a bullshit now and I don't like it. And I was like, this isn't Ken. What the fuck is this shit? And then it was like, oh, wait, I'm the stupid one. <laughs> Which, I mean... I would have been completely fucking lost if it weren't for TNC. Yeah, no, I was, I was totally lost. I was like, I, I don't, I don't remember any of this. I don't know why. Because then apparently he did show up. I mean, it was cut, I think, but in um, uh, Insurrection was it Nemesis? Yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever the wedding was. Well, he it did, might have been Insurrection then. He did show up for the yeah. for Troy and Riker's wedding. Mm-hmm. I think no, they that cut, was Nemesis. It was yeah. Nemesis. Okay. Well, I think they they cut his parts mostly out, but I think you can kind of see him in the background in a couple shots. Yeah, for like a quick flash, you see a dude. I think he's in a white. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. So then, so that was the, what the wiki was like. Well, he came back for that wedding for some reason because he was a traveler by then. Right. But yeah, it was it was kind of weird. It was like, hmm. if I remember right, the deleted scene is on the Blu-ray or something. Yeah, I think so. He gives a little speech. Oh, does he? I think, or hmm. a toast or something. Oh, that's cool. But anyway, uh, it's Nemesis, so I'm not going to go back and watch it. But I know you're not. Um, but anyway, so that, that was cool and, and kind of unexpected. And I wish I would have had the foundation to, to know that that was something cooler than what I thought it was. Right. Yeah, you could have appreciated it more in the moment instead of yeah. being like, fuck this. I would have appreciated it a lot more than, than just being like, well, he just threw this in for some weird shit. Yeah, because that's kind of what it felt like. Because it comes out of nowhere, and it's like, what the fuck? Where'd this guy come from? Yeah, like what? What the? How the fuck did Wesley? How did? How did Will Wheaton get back on here? First of all, and then second of all, he's acting all kind of weird and talking kind of weird. And I'm like, well, this must be some kind of alien that just looks like Wesley Crusher. And then he says he is Wesley. I'm like, what? So yeah, yeah so that was kind. It was it was weird. It would have been better if I had known. Ahead right, of time. right, right. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, so the yeah, I mean. It, Pretty much ends. Rio stays in the past, which they foreshadowed. I mean, they they telegraphed that for like two or three episodes that he was. They did, but I still don't like it. I don't like it either. Because I thought he was awesome. Yeah, I don't like it either. And some I saw somebody online because I went around looking for news stuff after I'd seen everything. Right. Because I was like, some some nerds got to explain some shit to me. <laughs> and uh, fucking losers. Yeah. Tell me what you know. Yeah. Tell me why this is cool. <laughs> and, uh, wow you've turned into a jock <laughs> yeah and i uh i saw somebody say um they said oh so the best new character that picard's given us is going to stay in the past and never be seen again right yeah and he's dead because they they wrap it all up at the end at the bar with uh Guinan talking to picard and he's like She's like, yeah, I'm sorry I couldn't tell you any of this stuff sooner. Right. Because she obviously knew how, it, how everything happened. Right. But uh, but so so she's got a picture behind the bar that's always been there. And she's like, yeah, you never really noticed this. You've not been very, you've never been very observant. And he <laughs> looks at the picture behind the bar and it's Rios and that girl. Okay. And so supposedly that picture's been there forever. And. Uh, oh, God, are we going to cry? <laughs> and. So of course, then he asks how how they died or whatever, because I mean, obviously they're dead by now, right? And uh, so she tells him like she died of old age, and he died in a fucking bar fight, 
like not not much younger than her when she died. So he was an old man, got in a bar fight over medical supplies or some shit. Wow. So it was okay. It was it was odd. Yeah. I mean, overall, <laughs> he asked her how they die, and he, she goes murder suicide. Yeah, autoerotic association. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Mutual autoerotic <laughs> asphyxiation. Two years after you left him in the past, he was dead. <laughs> the 20th century was just too much for him. At um, least I'll get one good thing out of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> one good thing, these people know how to party down here. No shit. Anyway. But, um, so, yeah. I mean, overall, I give it a B. I would probably give season one like a C, C plus, probably. B minus. Okay. And this is probably a B B plus. It was good, and a lot of the a lot of the performances were like, especially John Delancey. He was awesome. He was so right. good, and he felt it felt just like Q always felt like it wasn't like some of the other people. Their their performances seemed a little like forced, or not forced, but like maybe a little poopy. Not, yeah, not not like scenery chewy. I don't know what the word. I don't know what the description of it would be, but like where they're trying too hard, like too earnest or something. Okay. And his just felt natural. Like, it felt exactly like, you know, this could have been season one of Next Generation. It felt exactly the same. Oh, okay. And the, the you know, the lines they gave him and everything felt just like... Right. Yeah. I think the first season, while good, isn't as rewatchable as this, from what I've seen. Uh, yeah, I would I would say probably not. It's, Cause it's, just, it's just so melancholy. The first season is just... Yeah, it's 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 brown. That's that's what I when I think of the first season, I think of like brown or uh, sepia. Yeah, the first season is like sepia. Well, I mean, it's just so depressing that it's like by the end of the first season, who doesn't want to open a vein? Yeah, it, it was kind of kind of depressing. Yeah, and this it was so much fun. Which I mean, I told you early on when I seen a few episodes, I was like. This is the TNG version of Voyage Home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was so much fun. Which, fucking speaking of, the punk dude from Voyage Home's in it. Yeah, he is. And I, when I heard that, I was like, oh my fucking God, man. Yep. Yeah, she's like, will you turn that off? And he's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I saw I saw him when it when it happened, when, it was, when the episode was new, and I didn't know that that's who it was going to be. And yeah. I was like... I wonder if they got the same dude to do that. And I looked it yeah. up, and sure enough, I was like, oh, shit, they really did. That's fucking genius. Yeah. But, yeah, this one, it's just so much more fun. Yeah. Now, one thing that happened early on, and it continues through the, the season, obviously. It's like a minor character arc, plot arc, or whatever. Mm-hmm. What did I miss in season one where Seven and Rafi are, like, hooking up? Yeah, I don't know. Did I miss what did I miss? Like I was a little surprised by that too. Yeah, yeah, the first episode of this season I was like, wait, what? Well that and how Rafi was so obsessed with Elnor, like basically treating him like her son. Yeah. Though both of those really threw me off. Yeah, I guess it must have been the time because there was a time jump, right? Yeah, that was another thing that threw right. me off. There was a time jump because Rios was back in Starfleet and he was the captain of the Stargazer. Mm-hmm. Stargazer fucking nine or whatever it was. <laughs> Um, well, they tend to letter them, but whatever. Right. Well, I don't know if they did, did they? Or was it numbered? I don't remember. I don't know. Oh. I'm, 
but generally they're like A, B, C, D. Well, yeah, I know that. I'm just saying. Well, well that's what I'm I, saying. I was, it seems like there was a number on that one, but... It might have been. I don't know. I can't remember. I'm old. Yeah, I don't remember either. But anyway, they so there was a time jump, so I guess anything could have happened. Maybe I didn't miss anything. Maybe it just happened off screen, but it was just like, whoa. It had to have, yeah. It was like, whoa, because I would have remembered that. Well, yeah, because it's hot. Yeah, fucking A. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was a little thrown off at the beginning, too. That's the one thing is where it's like, the end of the first season seems like, oh, they're going to go this way, maybe. Yeah. But this is like, it's six months later, none of them really talk to each other anymore. Fucking Picard's house maid watcher lady she wants to suck his dick yeah i'm like what where the fuck was all this i always took her as just like a protector not like well i think she was but then they a personal fucking vacuum yeah ew (laughs) you had to go and make it sully it i did but yeah they and like fucking oh i can't remember her name what's her nuts the fucking data's daughter the hot chick the one from season one the, yeah, yeah, Soong's daughter. Well, well, Soong's daughter, but yeah, yeah. Well, uh, in, well, in this one, it's Soong's daughter. She's, yeah, yeah. She's the, she's about, the prototype, like, right? I'm talking about like yeah, at you're the beginning talking about of the season. The, yeah, yeah. Where all of a sudden, like, she's a weird politician or something, going to all these fancy, elegant parties and shit. And I'm like, right. What? Wait a minute. What, what's going on here? Yeah, it was a little. Like I said, by the time we got back to the future in this show, I forgot where it started. I've, yeah. I literally forgot. <laughs> I mean, everything after they went to the past and it was or the the alternate future and it was. Uh, oh no, that's what. That's right. It wasn't Q's fault they went to the past. Q put them in a different reality. They Q put them okay, in a yeah. different future and they went to the past on their own. That's right. Okay, that makes more <sighs> sense then. Okay, 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 okay. But if Q put them in a different reality, how did fucking? Juggy McTits in the red dress become the new board now, queen in the main reality. Here is where it broke my brain. We're getting back to where it broke my brain, and I got to wrap this up in a minute. And we can continue next time, but okay, we—that's the part. That's the biggest part that broke my brain. After I started thinking about it, that's the thing that I was talking to you in email, and then I was like, and now I have more questions. I don't. This is my question. So they went to the past. She becomes the new board queen. Mm. who one would assume is the first Borg Queen. No. No? No. But she's 400 years in the past. Right. When did the Borg first start? At well. They said mm. they said in the show that she has a 400-year head start on, assimilate, on assimilating the galaxy. Well, I would assume that, given how it plays out, that Jurati and this Borg merged together and they were like, oh, let's be cool Borgs, though. They yeah. just kind of went back to the future of a different reality somehow, and were like, let's just chill out here and collect people that aren't assholes, because they don't look like the Borg we know. Right. And the but people she was assimilating didn't look like the Borg we know. Right, but that's what I'm saying. If if this is the main timeline, they went, they were, yeah. Well, because they had, so they went back in time to undo what... Back. To undo what Q did, which was to fuck up Renee's mission, right. Europa mission, which then gets Soong into power, which then leads to the like totalitarian future that he put them in. Right, so he so he showed them this future, 
dropped, he like magically dropped them into this totalitarian future. They were like, fuck this, we gotta go back in time and fix whatever he did. So they go back in time. So but they're so they're still in the main timeline. They're just in the past before the timeline has changed. Okay, yeah, I was getting confused because I forgot that they he put them to that totalitarian future where Seven or whatever was in charge. Right. So he puts Okay, I completely forgot that part. Right. So then they go back to they go back in time. Right. To fix right, that okay. so that, yeah, yeah, so, that yeah. so that the I'm rest of the, so that the rest of the future is normal. Okay? Right. But they created a new Borg queen who then went off and started assimilating people assuming I mean unless she went unless they went back to the future. I assumed that they just lived for 400 years. Um Well, building up the Borg and then jump ahead to the normal future and now there's these new Borg. So does that mean the old Borg never existed? I think the old Borg existed. I think this is just a secret cell of Borg we didn't know about. It's kind of like, oh, it's another thing. We never talked about him, but here he is. Gotcha. It's kind of like that because <sighs> I would have to see it again. Because see, my, my the thing that I could easily see that but then the thing that makes me wonder about that is, is that the first Borg Queen now? It does well, does the Jurati Borg Queen predate the Borg Queen that created no, the Borg she, in- she came from the alternate timeline. Yeah. So, see, I don't understand how they could say she's got a... F- I mean, I guess... I, but I don't think she would have... I don't think she assembled anybody. There, We've seen no indication that she created like a big Borg collective. Of these new type of weird hybrid hybrid Borgs. Yeah, I guess so. But the weirdest thing to me is she's from an alternate timeline. She's from an alternate timeline, went back 400 years, and no, then either jumped... No, she's not from an alternate timeline. The Borg that queen Borg is, is Yeah, she was. No, she's not. Yeah, she was... They got her from the basement of that research thing where that Gerardi was examining her, and they were going to take her up and kill her. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. So she's got information from an alternate timeline, too. Hmm. So she's got... But she also knew that the future was wrong. Right. I mean, she also knew that that wasn't right. Right, but doesn't matter. She's still got fucking 400 years of experience from a different timeline. So that means she probably has all kinds of different technological advancements and shit she could bring to the main timeline. That's true. I forgot she was from the different future, so... I, I didn't remember it until you fucking clarified and reminded me about the different future. Yeah, I thought she was with them when they got... But I keep forgetting that Q put them in the in mm-hmm. the wrong future, and then they got the Borg and the ship, and they went back and... Okay. God, it's fucking confusing. <laughs> That's why I told you, I was like, this fucking show, like, broke my brain, dude. Well, I've noticed, and we've talked about this before, like, when it comes to time travel shit, you're just like, uh... Well, yeah, because it's too... It's too non-linear. <laughs> I don't... like. You think. Like, like what... Yeah, you have to define the rules, because... Well, even 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 end, Even Endgame, it was like, oh, okay. Like... I well, I get right. it, but I think your rules are bullshit. I think that wouldn't work that way, but okay. Right, but yeah. it's like I told you earlier. Unless they def- lay down specific rules like Endgame does, it gets confusing. Right, because it could be like anything. Like the anything goes. Right. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah, but but you're right. I guess if I guess if she she was from the alternate future and went back in time, but I don't know. Because I mean, I mean, can there be more than one Borg Queen? Yeah, I mean... So, okay. 
Well, then that that answers that question then. Yeah, because Voyager had a Borg queen or two, I think. Right. I mean, I know obviously there's different actresses that have played the Borg queen, but is it supposed to be but, the same Borg queen or is it? Uh, that's different what I'm saying. Ones? They had a Borg queen or two that were Borg queens because because of I seven. Think it well, no, it's set after uh, First Contact, right? Where that Borg queen died. Oh, that's true. Yeah, see, so, I'm fucking stupid. But yeah, I guess that's. I mean, yeah, I guess that that's that answers the question. Then it's yeah, if but there I can don't be more than that one. That makes you stupid, though. No, but I'm saying if if there could be more than one Borg queen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well lots uh, of things make me stupid. I'm just <laughs> I'm just blaming this current conversation. Oh, okay. But um. I think you could take this current conversation out of the running, but whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so that answers that. Yeah. That conundrum. Anything else you want me to clarify for you? <laughs> no, no. The motherfucker no. who hasn't seen the last two episodes. You need me to clear anything else up for you? Mm-mm. No, <laughs> no, we're good. Uh, yeah. Overall, it was good. It was good. Just a couple little minor things, and and then some things that were my own misunderstanding or, or ignorance right right so when are you guys going to start strange new worlds well i think we there's like three or four of that out well we were going to last night and it was a it was a sophie's choice of strange new worlds episode one or obi-wan episode one okay so and you're like if you're giving me this choice you know where i'm going yeah it was really hard though because i was like I was like, well, I've are seen you sure it you... seven times. And I was like, you sure you don't want to pick? Which one Which one do you want to see the most? And she's like, I don't care. I really don't. Either one. I want to see both of them. So I was like... Really? So I was like, well, fuck. And I was like, well... She's like, I could just watch this. I could just watch the show while you're at work and get caught up. And I was like, yeah, but I want to watch it with you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch your reactions. <laughs> yeah, I want to watch it with you. But, uh... So, so we watched that instead. But maybe tonight we'll watch Strange New Worlds. I don't know. We'll see. There's too much shit man i know well we got backed up it would have been fine if we had finished picard already well if we we were able to finish that on the normal schedule no it wouldn't have been fine because you still wouldn't have been able to watch the orville and you still wouldn't have got any deeper into enterprise well that's true i'm talking about new shit talking about the shit that's in front of me not behind me the Orville's new season three just started. Yeah, but I gotta I gotta go back and watch the old stuff first. I know you do, but goddamn it. Uh, anyway, that was Picard. Quit watching the dumb shit you want to watch and watch what I want you to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Picard. I'm excited to watch those last two episodes. Although what? the the one thing that I told you is like I don't like the. The new people that I do like, it seems like they're not coming back next season. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Uh, definitely, I would say Rios, there's no way to come back. And then... Uh, Unless he plays a different character. I mean, fucking Brent Spiner can do it. So can he. Well, yeah. I mean, he could be, he could be fucking uh, Cristobal Rios the, the eighth. He could be Roos. Ro, right. Fucking just tweak his name a little bit. There you go. Yeah. But... But I guess Wait, it also is this a is this a Futurama situation where he's his own grandpa? I don't think so. Okay. They haven't they haven't put it that way yet, but maybe. Okay. Anyway. But uh, yeah. So I I mean I can see it, and it and Gerardi's most likely gone unless they bring the board back. Right. For for whatever, and then but the the ones that I was curious that I was not sure about was everybody else. I was like, well, everybody else survived, and. 
I mean, maybe not Soong's daughter. Maybe she won't come back. It sounds like she's not. Elnor's not coming back. Yeah. I'm not sure about Rafi. Yeah. But she might not. Well, I hope she and Seven come back at least. I mean, I don't really give a fuck about Seven because I don't like Voyager. And I mean, she's in way deep in Voyager. Like, she came in like season four. Yeah. And I'm nowhere near that. Right. I watched the first two episodes of Voyager and I was like, I'm good. Right. Yeah, me too. Uh, But I may eventually one day go back to it, try it again, but... Yeah. But her, I don't care about. Rafi, I like just because I like that actress. She was on Ash vs. Evil Dead, and I'm like, you fucking rock, lady. Yeah. Yeah, I like them. I like them. And I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see, but I can kind of see where where they would have to get rid of these guys if they're bringing the whole fucking TNG cast back. And that's going to be interesting in itself just to see how they do it. Yeah. Well, and they've announced these aren't cameos. Right. Yeah, like this is a for real... This is basically season eight of TNG. Yeah. So, I mean, what's that going to be? I don't know. I mean, we already kind of know what's up with Riker and Troy. Right. But, ooh, what about the rest? Yeah, I don't know. The last I heard of anything of uh, Jordy was in that book, the Last Best Hope book. Okay. Where, where he was like the head of the the Mars base Utopia place. Planitia or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. So he was like the he was in charge of that when the uh, when the attacks happened on it. Yeah. So I can assume that he survived. Well, he does survive in the book. I think. I think they do okay. show that because he wasn't there when it happened. Conveniently. Yeah. But yeah, everybody else is like. Hmm. I think at one point, uh, Worf was in captain of the then current Enterprise. Enterprise. Hmm. Uh, oh yeah, I think so. I think that's in that book too, actually. I don't know if that's in there or not. I know it was in it, some old comics. I think it is. I think he. I think I remember now. I think he was going to recommend Worf be be promoted to captain when he left the uh, ship. Okay. Because that's why he left the ship was because of the. This is spoilers for that book, but the the whole the whole thing that ruined his career. Well, they they talk about it in season one of Picard. Well, I know, but that's. That's the uh, that's the whole reason he left the Enterprise. Yeah, like that that came up, and he was like, "I'll be in charge of that." Yeah, and so he left, and everybody was like, "What?" Like the whole right. crew Everybody's was like, like "What?" You're gonna leave where the, the fuck flagship, you, going? you yeah. moron? Yeah, they're like, "Where?" Are you? Because it happened real sudden. Yeah, and he was like, "See if see ya, bye fools." Yeah, but uh, so. yeah. So, anywho, anywho, um, you want to make a third part of this? Sure. Or do you want me to just wrap up real quick? Yeah, we can make a third part. Fuck it. We'll pull something out of our ass to talk about then, huh? Yeah, we always got something. No, this is true. Uh, finally, thank you for coming around. Yep, we've always got something. You used to be like, I'm scared we're not going to have nothing to talk about. Yeah, well, I've gotten over that. Well, I've proven you wrong time and again. Yeah, it's hard to deny. Yeah, it's like there's always something, brother. Yep. But yeah, so I guess we'll take a break and we'll come back with oh, something. Something. So, bye! Bye. For now. Yep. You're listening to the Nerd Blitz. What a way to waste your life. And welcome back as we wrap up this clusterfuck of an episode. <laughs> do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Arapanui! I need to get that like in some elevator music and we could play that. Oh, that would be awesome. A Muzak version uh-huh. of... Yep. Oh.
of the John Cena theme. I I would totally be okay with that. Yep. They could play us back from commercial once in a while. Hmm. <laughs> I bet you. I bet you we could ask J Sarge for that. Oh, 100%. Like he could do that in his sleep probably. I might have to do that. Shit, he might have it already. He might have just been fucking around and been like, this would be funny. If he still listens to us, which why would he? Uh, <laughs> if he still listens, I would almost imagine he's like, come on, just ask so I can be like, oh, you mean this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. Might have to talk to the good sir dude. Yeah, plus we need uh, to get back on the D&D horse. Yeah, I know. Last time I talked to him when we recorded a Stranger Thing, we were talking about it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. No. I need to get my ducks in a row and start writing that third story. Yeah, it's so hard to get motivated. I know. I'm writing three stories in my head right now, and it's kind of a fight for them to come out, so it's just like, fuck it, I ain't going to do none of them. Yeah. So I feel you. But our final topic, you want to get into that? Yeah. Because we're short on time, as per the usual, eh? Yeah, get into it. So we know what the next Scooby-Doo series is going to be. Yeah, and it's kind of an odd one, in my opinion. I mean... Ah, uh, I would agree. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. <sighs> yes and no. In in the fucking, like, well... Yeah, hmm. that's how I meant it. Yeah, in yeah. that way, yes and no. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a show for kids. It's a preschool show. Right. Kid kids. Not, like, kids at heart, yeah. but, like, actual, like... You got to have a head injury or be a toddler. Like one, two, three. Come on, everybody. Four. Right. Yeah. Uh, It's called Scooby-Doo and the Mystery Pups. Ah. It's going to be a CG series, as we can tell by the art. Yeah. Which. Oh, they could cross over with Paw Patrol. (gasps) Well, that would be good for Scooby. Yeah, it would. Because Paw Patrol is huge. Oh, it was. I don't know if it still is, but was pretty huge when my kids were littler. I think it's still huge. Yeah. But it being a CG series, I'm worried about that. Yeah, that always gives you pause. Because well, yeah. it, it could be horrific. Oh, no, not even that. I'm, that's not why I'm worried. Oh. One of the same reasons why I was worried about Scoob. Yeah. Because it's like, if this does well, bye-bye 2D animation. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah. If they nail a design, yeah. 2D's gone. Because this is cheaper to do. CG animation these days, way cheaper to do than 2D. Mm. Yeah, but, I mean, even even the 3D stuff is still... I mean, even the 2D stuff is still computer done, right? So Right, but it's just harder to do because they've got to do everything. They can't build a model and be like, okay, now we can tell it to do this, this, and this. Oh, yeah, that's true. Every single frame has to be drawn. That's true, but it doesn't look as good. It doesn't, but fucking kids these days have grown up with cg so that's all they want yeah i know tell me about it now all the kids all kids with these days want is fucking youtube i know we're in the dead zone again i was about to Mm -hmm. fucking go off too Mm -hmm. real quick i'm gonna look up the press release what's up what that but but bada bing what a boom but i do call just dropped a ah fuck it duck Fuck a duck for what? Oh, okay, there we go. I don't know, but this guy in this Mustang is going to ride right up my asshole. Here, mm. listen, kids, you can hear him zoom by me. Uh-huh. That was me. His, oh my god, this guy's fucking vanity license plate says, Ooh la la! So he literally thinks he's Mario Andretti. Wow. Oh, boy. Go, Speed Racer. Go, Speed Racer. No, Go, no, speed no, no. racer. Let's not encourage this type Die. of thing. Okay, that... Okay. 
here's the press release information we got. Uh-huh. Scooby-Doo and the Mystery Pups is in production at Warner Brothers Animation. The new preschool series features Scooby and Shaggy as camp counselors. Okay, right there, I'm a little nervous, too, because every time they're like, fuck the rest of the gang. Yeah. It's like, uh-oh. Yeah. In a sleepaway camp who share their love for chasing clues... That's a little weird, too, because Shag and Scoob are like, like, fuck clues, let's get dinner. <laughs> oh, sleepaway camp. And if they're at a sleepaway camp, maybe Velma's going to end up being the killer at the end, and she's going to stand there with her dick hanging out. Yeah! <laughs> uh, <laughs> who share their love for chasing clues with young camper pups destined to become their own version of Mystery Inc. Okay, that's kind of cute. Yeah. The show teaches preschoolers about curiosity and the joy of discovery, and will encourage the audience to solve clues along... The collaborative trio of pups. Hmm. Mark Palmer ser- serves as the showrunner. The series will debut on HBO Max in 2024. We also know that Roger Eschbacher, a uh, writer on Mystery Inc., is going to be a right. writer too. Yeah, I saw you sent me that. Yeah. Well, so that has me thinking it might be all right. Yeah. I, there's shit in there that I'm like, uh oh, but there's also shit that's like, well, that's kind of cool. That could be fun. Right. So I don't know. I'm kind of conflicted, but. For the most part, I'm like, let's just wait and see. Yeah, yeah. Just like that Monsters trailer, I'm going to have to see more of it. Yeah. I mean, it could be a parody. It could be straight up. I don't know. I can't tell. Right. I don't think he would do a parody, really. Well, I mean, parody in that he might be just like, look how stupid this concept was. No, I don't think that's him. I would hope not. I don't think so. I think he's he's balls deep in Monsters. Yeah, it seems like his type of thing. Yeah, I think think that's... uh, I think he was a monster kid, and I think that was his... Uh, oh, yeah. I think, yeah. I, I think he... Yeah, I don't think he would make fun That's of it. That's his jam. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he would... Like, maybe, you know, maybe a little, a couple wink-wink here and there, but I, it's definitely not, I don't think, going to be like... The thing that made me feel like that was, like, they redid the opening, kind of, and then it's like, now what now are we what? doing? And I'm like, uh-oh. Well, I think that was just for the trailer. I know, but it's because that's all I've they were going to give you. Burned by too much, yeah, bullshit lately. I don't want this to be another Velma situation. Oh no, I don't think that's going to be it. But I, I'll I'll give both of them a shot. Scooby doing the mystery pups and uh, monsters. Yeah. Yep, for sure. How does that sound to you, though, mystery pups? <sighs> I don't know. It's hard to tell. Like that's so far below my age level, right? You know, what I mean, that's not even like. Uh, Guess Who or, or whatever, where it's like, well, it's, you know, it's kitty, but not like... I think the more equitable thing would be Pup. Right, which was fine, because I was a kid when that was on. Well, I wasn't a kid kid. We've been over this. I was actually right. more like 10 or 11, but... Um, uh, well, no, you were actually close to like 16 or 17. Okay, I was hoping you didn't remember that, but... I. Well, it's, <laughs> it's not so much that I'm like, I know how old you were. It's like, I know when that show aired, fuck. Yeah, yeah, no, I was more like 15, but uh, mm, I think you're stretching. I don't. I don't remember. I take the fifth. I don't know. I watched it, fucker. I was still watching Saturday morning cartoons. Who gives a shit? I, I got no problem with that. I just got yeah. a problem with you being like I was nine when that aired. Yeah. The fuck you were. <laughs> All right. I felt like I was nine. Okay. Okay. I'll accept that answer. Um. So, but you know that was okay because I was younger then. So, but right. now it's like I don't even know. And this seems like it's even younger than that. Oh, it is. Definitely. So yeah, this would be like, hey, you want to watch Teletubbies? Mm, maybe not. Right. I feel you. But I don't know. It could be entertaining. I mean, it it could still be fun. Like, but see, I'm looking at this as like I feel like this could be almost like that mystery map puppet movie. 
Mm, okay. Which, did you ever get around to that? No. Because I know when it came out, I think you and I had just started talking. Yeah. And I was like, dude, check it out. And you're like, well, my kid's young enough. Yeah. I think they might have seen it. I think we might have rented it from the video store one time. Okay. It, that is basically like Pup for a slightly younger audience. And I fucking, I'm going to have my review of it posted on our site soon. Mm-hmm. I reread that review and I'm like, I stand by it. It's, I mean, yeah, it's a little kiddie, but it's fucking fun. It's like two lost episodes of Pup. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- this could work out. I mean, it could be, I mean, it's possible to have a preschool show that's tolerable yeah. for adults to watch. It's the thing that really worries me about it is like the interactive shit, because that's when it's like, you're talking down to kids then. Oh yeah. Like where they're acting that always... like Dora the Explorer. Like where's right. The, yeah. Do you see it? That always seems condescending to me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Mr. Rogers used to do that shit. I didn't feel like he was condescending to me. Uh, Yeah, and he did it well. Yeah. But, I mean, you watch Daniel Tiger, which I will fully admit, I've watched some of Daniel Tiger because, like, I loved Mr. Rogers growing up. And I will still watch Mr. Rogers. Oh, I'd watch Mr. Rogers all fucking day. But I watch Daniel Tiger, and it's like, hi, kids. Yeah, yeah, I, I have seen that. My kids watch that they watched it when they were littler and i was like right. what is up with this let me show you some good shit uh-huh and then we went on pbs kids used to have a mr rogers where you could watch like you could watch the like the best parts like the like the crayon factory oh. where they where he narrates the crayons getting right. made that's fucking dope dude that is so hypnotizing in picture picture yeah yep yeah i know what i'm talking yep. about and then there was like a ball factory where they were making like rubber play balls you know yeah and and he'll like and he, and he went to like uh get shoes and then they like showed a shoe factory like mm-hmm. i remember yeah. all that shit my kids used to watch that shit endlessly when i showed it to them they used to i don't think i'm pretty sure they don't anymore they used to play one episode or two one or two episodes every morning on pbs i don't think they do anymore yeah that's just sad if they don't and i would watch it occasionally because like i said Come at me. I don't give a fuck. I love Mr. Rogers. That's the problem with kids today. They don't got no Mr. Yeah. Rogers. Yeah. Tell them how shit goes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Teach them, teach them how to be a fucking decent person. Nope. Now everything's like... <laughs> right. And Mr. Rogers was like, look, come here. Let's just chill out and I'll tell you what it's like to be nice. Yeah. I'm not going to scream and fucking explode shit. And right. I'm just going to chill out here in my neighborhood where I've got all yep. kinds of cool fucking friends. Yep. Play with my trolley and feed my fish. Yep. Maybe I'll fucking play a little song. It's not the greatest song in the world, but it's mine. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's my only real fear, but it's also like it's Warner Brothers, so that adds an extra layer of fear. Oh, well, yeah, it's definitely going to get fucked up. Because, yeah, they still, we've been talking about it for six years. They cannot get their shit together. Yeah, well, I mean, one good thing kind of is, you know, they'll make the show and they'll just not release it. So you won't have to worry about whether it's good or not. You won't be able to see it. No, they'll release it. They just won't promote it. So it'll be out six months. And it's like, oh, fuck, that dropped. Right. Well, that's true. Or they'll hold on to like 40 episodes yeah. for, for two years until nobody gives a shit anymore. And then they're like, hey, look, check it out. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's how they do. Yeah. Unless it's a pile of shit. And then they'll be like, hey, everybody, don't miss this. Right. Don't miss this steaming pile of shit. I mean, yeah. good new show we just put out. <laughs> Oh, boy, do we know them. Sign up for HBO Max. You've got exclusive access to this pile of shit. Doesn't it look great? <sighs> but, yeah, that's... Other than that haunted holiday thing... Yeah. The Scoob 
prequel thing. In oh the yeah, prequel, yeah. We have nothing Scooby to look forward to. Huh? They haven't announced another direct-to-video movie. We don't know if there's another like big kid show coming. Yeah. Ah, they're too busy working on Space Jam Three. Yeah. So right now, twenty twenty-three is a barren wasteland for Scooby, and that kind of scares me because I haven't been in that at all. Yeah. Since I've been a Scooby fan. Hmm. Well. Even in the dead times, I had the comics. I don't even have that right now. Well, that's true. I don't. Even, they don't even do the comics anymore, do they? I, mean, I think the main book is still running, but I think it's bi-monthly. Oh. I think. I don't know. Bi-mon sci-fi con. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, that's a guess, though. I don't know. Because I'm so out of that world. Yeah, for some reason, I was thinking they canceled them all, but maybe it was just Team Up. Uh, they canceled Team Up, and I think there was some fuckery with the main book, too. Yeah. But I think it's still going. Huh. I don't know. I mean, I could look it up, but like I said, we're short on time, so. True that. Anyway, yeah. I'm cautiously optimistic about this. Velma looks like a pile of shit, and I'm cautiously optimistic about the monsters. Yeah. Still waiting for the Velma Sleepaway Camp remake, though. I'd watch Mm -hmm. that. Mm. (laughs) I think that's what Daphne and Velma was. The movie. Oh, yeah? It was all dongs all the time. (sighs) I still, as much as I hate myself, it's clear with this. I still want to see that. Oh, yeah. Mm. I can't help myself. It's just, I've got to. No. No, thank you. I know. I don't want to see it either. I mean, I don't want to see it. I have to. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's resistance. I know. I just can't help myself. Anywho. Yeah. You ready to wrap up? Yeah. Let's thank our Patreons, patrons, as yep. per usual. Go to at G-I-G-I-A-M-K-3-0, at Spider Scooby, at Steboost, at AC Farrell 1976 at S Morgan 21 at Josh MGA, at Midnight Smoke One, at Corny Jenkins, at underscore 13 Chris, at T-E-S-D Groupie, uh, at Forgeticus, Big Bad Forgeticus, and at Katya Queen. That's Patreon shout-out thank you times. Thanks, guys. Our regular thank yous go to at the J Sarge for opening music and possibly the dun 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 dun. At Sherry Archinoff for our logo for this and the commentaries. At Looking for Eight for our Knights of No design. And at Steve Boost for our Nerd Blats, Nerd Blats, Nerd Rats, Whoa. and Blitzery machine design, which you were right. In that one episode, I did say blistery. That's fucked up. That's so nasty sounding. <laughs> I know. But blistery machine well, Welcome to the blistery machine. <laughs> Come on. Bend, now, bend over. I'm going to show you all about the blistery machine. <sighs> that got real creepy, didn't it? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, time for our shit? Yep. Subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and find everything we do at NerdBlitz.com. Get yourself some merch by going to RedBubble.com slash people slash NerdBlitzPod slash Portfolio, or go to Spring.com and search The NerdBlitz, or go to Amazon.com and get our book, The Camping Trip, and other stories. Six original horror, horror, mm-hmm. that word always stops me in my tracks. Yep. Six original spooky stories. <laughs> <laughs> Each one has a unique intro of its own, so a lot of new content, gang. Or get yourself some extra audio by going to patreon.com slash nerdblitzpod. There's over 116 or so hours there, gang. So look it up. 
Yep. Other than that, I'm at the Scooby Doom. You are at Fitzman seventy three, and together we're at Nerd Blitz Pod. Up your ass. Up your ass. Anything else you want to say about Picard or whatever we talked about in the first part? Or um, no, not really. Scoob monsters. No. Okay. We might have to do a uh, special episode on Patreon talking about Velma so I can get unleashed. Okay. <laughs> I You notice I didn't count that when I was like, upcoming Scooby projects. I didn't even think about it. I mean, it wasn't even... I thought it was already past. Nope. Oh, it's past, all right. It's a... Mm, never mind. Okay, then. Until next time, when we come back with more... Whatever the fuck this is. Bye. Come back next time. Our sanity depends on it. I don't remember if I did a voice. I I don't remember either. You have to start writing it down. <laughs> you know shit, especially if we got to do fucking 10-part episodes. No shit. This has been a feature of TSDJA Productions and JJ2E Media.